What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. New, Shout out new, to the new, Coach new, Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Roski. <laughs> I was going to say Thursday Night Crimson Captain. Thursday Night Roski will be kicking to you raw and uncut, kind of. Today's show is going to be why women objectify themselves. And we're going to take a look at the Drake situation where we actually did a, a story about Drake and um, a fan of his that threw her brazier onto the stage. And there were multiple women throwing panties on stage. This is nothing new. Recording artists have been going through this for quite a long time. And uh, but now it's going to be a little bit different. There's a little bit uh, different spin on this subject matter. So we're going to talk about that. We'll have a straggle in Snickle Theater. We'll have one episode of the Doom and Gloom. And we're going to talk about Are Women Evil? Yes, there's a woman going viral on YouTube and TikTok. And she says, women are evil. <laughs> All right, God dang. Wait till we get to that. And it's a sister too. Sister, you been on, on my mind. It's a sister too. And she had to sit back and you're, you're seeing a couple women waking up, but you know, you can never trust any of them or many of them, but uh, we have a couple of them waking up to the realities of the world. All right. So now she's talking about are women evil. I'm adjusting my lighting right now because for some reason at this part of the day in this part of the house, um, the sun is behind me. So that does going to, you, you're going to get, you're going to get your video blown out. <laughs> All right, your video's back going to get blown out. But anyway, to contribute, to, well, first of all, I have to tell you that I'm the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious new, one, new, a.k.a. New, new, new Mr. World Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you're in the Desert Storm Bucker with EWF, that is every woman's fantasy, and CGAC, God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. I got to tell you those things in the Contribute to the Day show. Dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Because I got to tell you those things, man, because I got to tell you. New, 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 new. All right, I got to tell you. Contribute to the show and do me a favor. Hit the like button on the way in. These are always interesting topics from the best edutainment here on YouTube. And all of that stuff. Somebody says got me cracking up constantly. This is the best. This is the best of the best. So let me acknowledge the earlier, earlier contributors to the day show. And Albert Wesker says, expect bra throwing at all major events now. Well, yes, because we're, we're going to talk about why women objectify themselves. I mean, it's going to make sense to you if you've been around these spaces for quite a long time. It's going to make sense. Even the Barbie movie, um, which I haven't seen, but I've actually heard some reviews, has touched on this. And um, if I might, I might play a clip from The View. I know they're really picky about people using their content, but there's a clip going around on The View, and even they are talking about objectification. And the funny thing about it is Barbie, um, people forget, people got a short-ass memory. Barbie was anti-feminist, I mean, for a long time. I mean, she was the ideal image of not a feminist. And then she got kind of got feminist when she went career-oriented Barbie. And all of that stuff. So she kind of got some feminists in her. Now, now she's going full feminist, which is sad. Everybody's got to bend that knee to the feminisms. The feminisms. All right, what do we got going on here? We got a real great show for you today. Hey, my brother Macaroni Tony throws a couple in the hat. And what did you say? 
He said something. He says, oh, the season ticket package was fire. He says, that's a silver lining in all of the BS going on for sure. Indeed, thank you, brother, man. And if you don't follow me on the gram, oh, follow me on all social media and you will see uh, I don't post everything everywhere. I kind of just disseminate it and spread it and sprinkle it and skeet it all over. Ladies, I just skeet it all over the Internet. All right. There is a little bit of helter skelter. There is there is a reason. There's a rhyme and a reason behind everything. But I just take my social media stuff and I skeet it all over. <laughs> so but if you don't follow me on social media, maybe it's time to follow me on all social media. All right. Apologies if you heard an echo. But anyway, shout out to you. He says the season ticket package was fire. Uh, I got my season tickets for the Raiders. And uh, anyway, and uh, every year I get my package. Pause. And um, it came today. Pause. <laughs> Man, is this a junior high school episode today? Sometimes we get a little juvenile over here. All right, anyway. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. It says, earlier at the gas station, I seen a has-been Mac get rejected by a prime piece of peace leave, a prime hen. He says, I told him, relax, you're scaring them away. He responded saying, he's too legit to quit. <laughs> I, hope you, I, hope you're li- I hope you're lying, bro. Uh, but anyway, yikes. All right, so that's crazy, dude. I, I see guys, man. I tell you stories about dudes that be running around, uh, uh, running game, and I be looking at them, and sometimes I call them, I'm like, man, just chill, just chill. I'm looking at them like, yo, I'm like, hey, yo, chill, son, hey, yo. And I'm like, just relax. The girls, the hoes ain't going nowhere, man. Oh, no, no. I got to put my word in. I got to put my mouthpiece. I'm like, oh, act like you've been here before. Just chill out. All right, we having fun today. Uh, Thomas is in the building. What does he have to say? He's got a lot to say uh, going on on PayPal. Uh, what do you say, brother? What do you say? He says, keep up the good work, coach. Of course, so I can focus on my career. So I could focus on my career. Focus on my career. All right, I like that sound bite. And um, I didn't really fully prepare for the show, meaning that I didn't even get my my tab set up again. Second time around. All right, so I ain't no telling what's going to pop up on the screen, but we'll do it live. We'll definitely do it live. Let me see if I can, let me see if I can get this going here. Watch this. Uh-huh. Yo, oh boy, that would have been my feet picture collection. That would have been my feet picture collection. So, yeah, that would have been a mess. Everybody wants to know what type of feet I like. You know what I mean? And that, I would have showed it to you. Pause. All right, uh, what are we doing here? Let's get, into, uh, let's get into the first part of the show. How about we do that? Thank you, thank you for the all earlier contributors already. And uh, let's see if I can get, I don't even know where I'm at. <laughs> oh, I'm going to change this right here. Doom and gloom? Okay, let's go doom and gloom CGA. That's what we're doing today. Uh, let's ring the bell. Okay, and uh, this is just a follow-up to something that I talked about earlier. And it was related to, it was related to uh, being scanned out of grocery stores. So somebody sent me this. And it says very controversial new Whole Foods in Washington, D.C. Now, I'm going to play the video because I played a video of London experiencing this and I was trashing the Western Europeans. But apparently in America, we're not that far off. Roll the film. Very controversial new Whole Foods in Washington, D.C. You have to scan to check in. You have to scan to check out. 
You have to scan to leave the checkout, and then you have to scan to leave the store. Very controversial new now. All right, and so we connected that to you know you know we're going into di- digital currency. I'm sure you're gonna have to scan your barcode to see if you got some money in your CBDC. First of all, but people are calling this controversial, and one of the reasons why obviously is because I'm supposing they're gonna keep theft down. All right, that's gonna be one of the reasons, and then people know that they're gonna put clamps and controls over people. What if you don't have a phone? What if you what if you don't have a phone? What if you forgot your phone? You can't go grocery shopping. You got your card. I like I got a card. You can't go grocery shopping. What if ain't no money on your card or your CBDC? I mean, they're going to be like, oh, use your phone. I don't have it. It's in the car. I left it at home. Well, can't shop. Yeah, this is crazy. So anyway, man, that's actually crazy. Um, this is the this is where we're going. And of course, they introduce these things slowly and slowly and we slowly, slowly adopt it. And there it is right there. So you see, it says just walk out store and scan your code. Scan what to enter? (laughs) What do you need? A lunch ticket? What do you need? That's crazy. I mean, what if you don't have a phone? This is crazy. I know everybody has one. What if, and then you got to scan to leave. I guess you got to scan your receipt. What if you didn't buy nothing? (laughs) Like, I got questions. I got questions. What if you don't buy anything and you were like, oh, I just came in. I didn't buy nothing though. Do, do they let you out? And by the way, Ninja's going to jump over this like the damn Edwin Moses. So I don't know if it's to stop Ninja's from stealing. Obviously it is, but Ninja's going to turn into Tommy. Uh, Ninja's going to turn into uh, Edwin Moses on the hurdles. For real. I mean, they ain't going to be able to stop. That's not going to stop Ninja's. It don't stop them on the subway. All right, but uh, here we go right here. And what else? Uh, what do you got to do here? You got to scan your receipt. You got to scan to leave the store right here. Just walk out, exit. All right, somebody going to get ran over right here. Somebody going to get ran over right here. They better have a big old security guard. Well, that's where we're going, you know. New, 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 new world order. Oh, and it's self-checkout too. So that's eliminating jobs. So as you guys know, that's pretty much AI, the introduction of the AI when you self-checkout. So I'm sure they don't have anybody scanning groceries. It's probably in a location because it's Washington, D.C. It's probably in a location that um, there's not a lot. It's only foot traffic. So people aren't going to leave in their big SUVs. So it's probably people that live in walking distance uh, from that location. So they're not going to be leaving with bags and bags of groceries. Groceries Anyway, what if your phone sucks? You know what I mean? Like you got an Android and they're like, you need an iPhone. What if your phone's updating? There's a lot of questions I have to ask there. But anyway. I see where we're going here. Let's go to Straggle and Sniggle Theater. And, of course, we got to run that intro because the intro is the best. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Somebody said it's like that in Long Island. Mm, Okay, listen, I don't be at the store all the time. It probably is like that in my Whole Foods. I just don't go to it. Anyway, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got uh, Pastor Pastor. Pork chop and Deacon clap cheeks. All right, they added again, and these sniggles are always at it. So let's go ahead and see if I can roll the film. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Pork Chop and Deacon Clap Cheeks want to lay hands on one of their parishioners. So now, as you can see, this parishioner is definitely holding back there. 
right? She definitely got oh, that. Holy mackerel. Let's go ahead and zoom in there. What is going on with these oblong-ass bodies? But Pastor is going to lay hands and get rid of that booty demon. You got to love church. Deacon Clapcheeks is up. Pastor Porkchop is out for business. And I don't know. Is she want to get the demon out of the booty? I don't know. Let's let him take it from here. I got to turn up the volume. Here we go, ladies. No spit up, prostitution. Leave this body out. God have mercy upon us. God have mercy upon us. I guess she's a prostitute. Doesn't surprise me. I'm sure she has a massive following, if you know what I mean. Um, let's go ahead and turn the volume off. She definitely has a massive following, and she has definitely has a lot of wa- And why is the cameraman doing that? She got a lot of wagon. She dragging, and I'm sure some nasty boys are signing up. Oh, that's nasty. So definitely, definitely the spirit of prostitution. <laughs> is slapping slapped out of her side of her hips. What they call these, um, they definitely call these saddlebags, but that is one massive ass right there. Wait, that is one massive ass. Got the wrong sound effect. Sheesh. And the pastor wants some of that. You can tell he wants some of that. <laughs> Shout out to the carry beans in here. Only they can pull this off. Um, Wow. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus, this world is going to hell. You think somebody told me I was going to hell and I was like, bro, I'm the last one. Y'all going to hell way before me. <laughs> My goodness. I would hate to see that naked, though. And Pulse Nut Clarity is going to be a damn thing. All right. So we got um, our next sniggle here. Apparently a guy somewhere in Germany uh, pulls his best little mustache guy impression on this woman who shows up late for her date. So we'll have him take it from here. And uh, we'll see. He's completely irate. He's beside himself. All right. He's bent out of shape. And all of that stuff. Let's go ahead and play it. Is that I told you to come at 2 p.m. And you came at 2.04. Four minutes late. I'm not used to this kind of delay. For me, it's not possible, huh? To have a relationship where my partner is not showing up on time. Problem. Yeah, man. Nine, nine, nine. All right. Damn, he doing this little mess of boy. I guess that's what it sounds like in English when the little mustache guy used to go off. He used to pop off for sure. All right. Um, man almighty, uh, he's laying he's laying a smack it down on that flat back in German. And the waitress in this case is not budging much. And they're letting this assault go along here. Do you think he's in the right? The woman shows up for four minutes late. All right. And his eyes are bugging out. He's ready to start a whole revolution. Mm. <laughs> Hold the masculine frame. He's ready to go rolling the polling tomorrow. My man ready to take over. All right. Here we go. What are you doing, bro? He going out. Hey, listen, gentlemen, this is my advice. 
if this bothers you to this extent. It looks like they're not in a relationship yet. So if you are dating and you pull something like this, stop dating. Somebody says she wet. She wetter than Niagara Falls. All right, laying the smack of down. And she got her hands between her hips too, for sure. But if you were like this, bruh, you better be rich. <laughs> you better be rich to pull this off. Here we go. Is that I told you to come at 2 p.m. And you came at 2.04, four minutes late. I'm not used to this kind of delay. Damn, my man brought the star World War III. Look at my man's eyes, bruh. He popped out, bruh. Look at that. All you need to do is color a little mustache on, and it will make sense. Mm. <laughs> All right, he really heard about them four minutes, and I agree, man. Women, stop showing up late, man. It's a despicable character. I wouldn't lay into you on four minutes, but I'd probably look at you with the side eye at least a couple times. And there she is right there. Look at her. Oh, man, look at that. Boy, she is a piece of sloppy yogurt. She's flat-backed, too. That's a flat-back supreme. Uh, you know, not in the face. She's, she's looking like Master Splinter mostly, but that, that's neither here nor there. For me, and take a little look down. Yeah, she been she's been. The thing about you know, we talk about white women and white men, and the white women be putting up with a whole bunch of shit for show. Sure. When they get them a quality man, they'll let anything happen to them, but they'll be the victim soon as they turn into a Karen. It's not possible, huh? To have a relationship where my partner is not showing up on time. Yeah, I mean, I'm with him on this one. Listen, <laughs> he's mad as hell. Hey, stop dating if you like this, bro. Stop dating. Um, and by the way, look at the mask. Look at the uh, look at the um, the waitress. She's definitely not locked in there. She's not locked in. If this was America, the waitress would have lost her mind. Got all up in my business. I would have hey, <laughs> I would have gave her the Ike Turner lick. Hey, hey, look, get out my business. By the way, man, all these Europeans, you know, Western Europeans, Germans going up into the Nordic areas here, they hair is so flat and thin. It'd be on a forehead like this, all right? Ain't a curl to be seen. All right, here we go. Problem is that I told you to come at 2 p.m. And you came at 2.04, four minutes late. I'm not used to this kind of delay. Oh, Jesus. My man need to calm down a little bit. You don't need to tell her all that. But then she did look like she was leaking. I'm going to tell you. Watch this. I'm going to pause it. She did look like she was with it. She was like, now, now a man. A man. This is a real man. All right. Let me see. The waitress is like, let me see. Here it is right there. There it is right there. Look how she looking. Man, that's how y'all do in Germany. Man, I'm going to go and cuss all these broads out when I get over there. <laughs> I'm going to cuss all these broads as soon as I get over there. Boy, I get thrown in the in the little mustache gulag. It's a lot of pink over there. Anyway, so uh, she's like, you're the man of my dreams. Save me. Mm. <laughs> oh, man, it's crazy out here. All right, be careful out there, man. Don't be red pill raging on dates, man. That's a bad thing. Never red pill rage on dates. So um, this guy right here, here's a whole clip from an old clip of a guy in a football camp. It looks like the old St. Louis Rams. And they released this clip of him losing his entire football career because he wanted his girlfriend to visit his dorm. Now, there was a guy from um, a football team. I can't remember the story. But something similar happened where he snuck some girls in and he got kicked off the team. And he was trying to be like, hey, well, the star players have their girlfriends and they sneak in hoes. 
but everybody knows you're the you're not the star player. You ain't you trying to make the team. So let's look at what happened here. A full mini clip of Jeff Fisher taking a man off the team for sneaking his girlfriend into his dorm during the preseason. What part of the what part of the rules? What part of no female guests in the room? Did you not understand? You know? I she wasn't staying. She just dropped by, dropped something off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before curfew, but Roy came 30 minutes early before curfew, so that's what happened. Yeah. She wasn't staying, though. You know what I'm saying? I never had no intentions of her chilling. Yeah. <clears throat> but you're right. I'm the, the rules. Yeah. I mean, I got club rules, and, and we got to abide by them. So I am going to... He hoping he give him a pass. He's like, please give me a pass. Please give me a pass. I learned my mistake. She just dropped something off. Yeah, like some peace leave. All right, but uh, let's get in here. He's like, please give me a pass. Release you. Released. Sorry, but, you know, this is kind of, this is our world, man. We got rules and, you know, yeah, yeah we got to abide by. So not the first time I've done this for this particular violation, but um, I thought I made it myself really clear about you know, what we do and what we don't do. It's not that hard. We only got a couple rules. So wish the best. Okay. Damn. Uh, Appreciate it, Coach. Good luck to you. Okay. Uh-huh. Damn. <clears throat> hey. You know, all of that for some Pudusi. You couldn't wait three weeks. You know, how long is training cap? Three weeks? Maybe six weeks at tops? Couldn't wait, huh? You know what I mean? Somebody said selective rules. Yeah. Selective out. Listen, I coached for a long time. Let me tell you something. Your star players... There's a good philosophy about that. Uh, coaches go back and forth on that. A lot of coaches kiss their players' asses, right? And um, they do. They really lose the respect of their team by doing stuff like that. Sometimes they'll, you know, a couple of wins are worth that. And some coaches are like, "Be you got to be harder on your star player. And there's a, definitely a philosophy for that. However, when you do that, you're going to lose a lot of games trying to uphold those rules. So, um, you better have a deep bench, and you better have players that know your system that you can depend on, so that the star player can get it. But it's a tough, it's a tough call. Um, I know coaches that kiss their players' asses completely, and then the other players sneeze in practice, and everybody's running laps. So it's a tough situation. I was more trying to be consistent with players, and let me tell you, if you ain't got the horses and you use that philosophy, you gonna take some L's. So, uh, yeah, sometimes you use your star players as an example, but they have to be strong. They have to get it. They have to get it. And then those players, those star players, your best players will be able to lead the rest of the, the good players in the, the starting lineup. And that player can be the coach on the floor. But it's tough. If, the, if that player revolts or revolts or, or it doesn't work and they don't get it and they take everything personal, yeah, it ain't going to work out for you. We got, uh, man, that was it for Straggle and Sniggle Theater. It can't be it, but it's this type of show tonight. Uh, let's see here. What were we doing? All right, what were we doing? We got uh, we got this popping back up. Let me get to some super chats and contributions, and let's speed on with the show. We got CGA is the GOAT, says this episode is already off the rails. Pause. GOAT. And he wants that okay daddy out here. Okay daddy. All right, that, that one, I might have to lower the volume on that one. All right. That one comes in a little too loud. I actually have to reach for the soundboard every time I play it. Let me see if I can do it live. 
right? Because I like that sound, but uh, it is too loud. There we go. Let me see something right here. Let me test it live. Okay, daddy. Oh, it's still loud as hell. Jesus. All right, let me see here. All right. Okay, daddy. It's still loud. Okay, daddy. All right, that's better. Jeez, I have to turn it all the way down 75%. We did it live. All right, that's because we don't have a lot of contributors, but TG says we're number one. We're number one. Shout out to you. Shout out to Catfish. <laughs> Somebody said it was free. Yeah, that piece of leave was free, wasn't it? Boy, it cost you a couple of hundred thousand dollars. All right, shout out to Catfish. A says new goal, having a 304 twerking at my funeral. Indeed, man. Oh, you might as well go out with the Paducey on your face. Derek Joyce says the biggest fight in boxing. Of course, they say that about everything, don't they? It's Saturday, July 29th between two brothers, Terrence Crawford and uh, Mr. Spence Jr. on Showtime. If you can all uh, support these brothers as they make history, I might be at the fight. We'll see. But um, working my magic on some tickets here. But uh, um, anyway, anyway. Uh, we'll see here. They always say, this is the biggest fight of the century. This is the fight you can't miss. And then that, the fight happens. It's subpar. Then the next fight, next month, this is the biggest one in history. All right, you be like, it's like the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> These promoters. But shout out to the brothers, man. Good luck. They out here in Vegas, and um, maybe I'll see them at the fight. Maybe I'll see them at the fight. But they used to put the Mandingo fights. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Shout out to your boy, Scoop. Mandingo fights. Do you guys know they used to have, um, that was, <laughs> you guys don't know this, do you? The Mandingo fights. Where they would, um, where they would get two big buck slaves and they would fight and gamble on it. Did y'all know that? All right. Let me see here. I'll let y'all know with a little bit of drunk history. Mandingo fight. And by the way, even Roman history was right here. I mean, listen. Uh, let's see here. Oh, they had it in Django Unchained, too. All right. I didn't know that. I've only seen that movie once. I really don't know what's going on. I really don't know what's going on in that movie. When I saw it, I probably wasn't paying attention. Let me see here. So they had it in Django Unchained as well. Let me see if I can find the fight scene between Ken Norton. Ken Norton and all of that. Yeah, here, here's a couple of pictures here of it, if you don't know. And they fight, they gamble on it, too, just like these ninjas fighting today. <laughs> All right, here it is right here. So uh, they, remember the white woman here seen right there, but they would pick guys so they could fight. Boy, they was fighting to the death, too. It was brutal. They fought to the death. All them people was gambling on them brothers. It was an ugly fight, man. It was an ugly fight. So uh, it was like, oh, they was gouging. I, I was a mess. All right, so, man, uh, I'm glad I wasn't one of them. Said so the Django scene, that one was brutal, too. I kind of remember it. Let me see here. I got to watch that movie. I got to watch that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, man. I can't show these pictures, man. I can't show these pictures. Oh, man, that's brutal. Imagine. Imagine you had to fight like that to the death like that. Oh, man. They got, oh, look at this, man. He wrenching his neck. Okay, I can't do it. He said they still do it in prison. Oh, man. All right, some people ain't built for that shit. I definitely would have had to be out there shuffling. <laughs> right? Everybody knows their role. You know what I mean? 
I would have, they would have been like, they're all right in this corner today. CGA. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Who called me up? All right, let me get ready. I can't show it. I can't show it. Yeah, because they would have had to call me out. I'm biting somebody's ankle. <laughs> Somebody, they're going to have to kick my teeth out of my mouth before the fight starts because I'm biting somebody. For sure. But, you know, this is uh, in human history. Hey, guys, we're still doing it today. We got gladiators today. We got people that will get in. <laughs> we got people that will get in. Yeah, I'll be the announcer. I'll de- oh, that's a good one. I'd be the announcer. They'd be like, oh, man, you got, you got a job because you could talk. And in this corner, look at this mother sucker right here, this goofy-ass, knock-kneed, willy lump-lump head-ass. Yeah, I will be talking. I will be talking, bro. All right, or I'll be moving my feet, bobbing and weaving like. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'll be up there. Come out. Hit that jab. <laughs> Stick and move. I would have been the first one with the fast feet. And like, boy, he float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. <laughs> and then just be like, hey, man, nah, man, you got to lock horns. You got to grapple. Oh, no. Nah, man, you got to catch me, fam. Hey, today, today, somebody's talking about sinful to Pete dead. He been dead. That's old news. He been dead for about a year, hasn't he? Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing the Mayweather. <laughs> All right, anyway, I'm trying not get hit. But today we have the same thing, these gladiators. We have UFC, slap boxing. People are super desperate. And when they get desperate, they do things. I'm telling you, many of these fighters don't want to do it. Um, and they want to go out there. They, like, they don't have no other choice. It's their ticket out. It's their ticket out. It's to get in that ring and try to knock somebody's head off. It's crazy. <laughs> like crazy, bro. All right, man, look, it ain't for me. I'm going to use my mouthpiece for sure. CGA as the goat says, this is probably for straggle and sniggle, but did you see the naked straggle in the, she was on the freeway shooting at cars. I can't show her for YouTube, but I did. Um, there's two videos of two naked straggles. There's, and both of them are black women. One black woman was um, in the bakery eating, um, eating cakes naked and you should have seen her body it was absolutely despicable but i can't show it and then they had a woman in san francisco walking down the freeway shooting walking around naked and i've seen a lot of a lot of that going on lately uh particularly with black women walking around naked like that they just get naked (laughs) like wow and there's somebody gonna hit it too somebody gonna try to hit it too which is disgraceful what do we got here we got a super chat. It's JC says, I Googled Mandingo and only thing getting beaten is the peace leave. Yeah, you get, you gotta, you gotta Google like Mandingo movie because if you don't, you're going to get some prawn. So don't do this at work. Oh yeah, the one eating cake, I posted it on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's on X. It is on Twitter X. I posted it, but I'm trying to get monetized on Twitter. <laughs> All right. They got a new monetization thing and I started deleting posts. I didn't want that to be the first thing that they saw, right? When they go like, oh, let's, let's monetize his Twitter. Oh, no. All right, he's got a naked woman eating cake. So um, I was like, well, I won't let that be the first thing that they see. I applied, but uh, anyway, probably won't get it. As usual, 
because I'm the demonetized champion of the world, man. So anyway, let's get to this woman right here. She asks, ladies, are women evil? A woman says women are evil, all right? And she posted this to her TikTok account, and it is somewhat gone, probably gone viral, but we're going to play it. It's two minutes and 22 seconds, and the things that she's going to describe are things that I've talked about, all right? Manipulation, the way they act, the way they react to things, the way people give them a pass for acting a certain way. Let's talk about this. Are women, in fact, evil? All right, so here we go. Interesting take. We'll react to this video. The video is, are women evil? You can see it right here. You can see it right there. There it is right there. And there's a sister right there. All right, is that a wig? Boy, look at that forehead, fam. All right, anyway, I don't think that's a wig. Here we go. Okay, so this is something that I honestly been pondering on actually for a few years now. Um, I remember what the Bible said about women and um, and, you know, like the evil spirit, um, what the Bible says about the Jezebel spirit and, you know, um, things I see that women do, things I know and heard that women do. Um, the paternity issue, how these women lay next to a man for years, looking a kid in the eyes for years, knowing there's no relation. Um, how good men get stomped out, how kids are just used for a check. I've come to the conclusion that I think women are just pure evil. Okay, so like, I really think women are just pure evil. Women are naturally evil beings, I believe. And only a woman who's honest about our natural nature of being deceptive can change it. Did you miss that? <laughs> All right, I was loading up something else. Thought I was private. I thought I was private. I'm on my I'm on my feet pictures here. All right, all right. Um, by the way, by the way, can you guys hear that when I switched it over? All right, I was looking up my feet picture. <laughs> all right, you would have had me up there. I would have been out there. Oh, uh, let me get my lotion. Hold up for a second. I was up there like, <laughs> let them watch that film real quick. <laughs> Jesus. Let her watch that film real quick. All right. I'll look at feed pictures to the videos over. <laughs> All right. Here we go right here. I was looking up the woman, trying to see how much her video went on. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been great. That would have been great. Um, Let's go back to the video. <laughs> In the eyes for years, knowing there's no relation. Oh. Um, how good men get stomped out how kids are just used for a check. <laughs> I've come to the conclusion that I think women are just pure evil. Like, I really think women are just pure evil. Women are naturally <laughs> evil beings, I believe. And only a woman who's honest about our natural nature of being deceptive can change it. Like, for example, I know that naturally all right let me stop it right there boy i almost got caught lacking boy that would have been the internet that would have that would have set the internet on fire <laughs> mm. all right so let's go back to what she's talking about here bro <laughs> that would have been crazy so here's the thing now the things that she's saying is no different it's no different from the things that we've been saying here 
like the manipulative tactics um, that they use. And she she identified several things. She's talked about paternity fraud. Women know when women know when there's possible paternity fraud. And so she's saying like a woman will lay next to a man. We call this sleeping with the enemy. So sleeping with the enemy, the woman will sit next to you, but she's about to pray, pray on your downfall. She's about to divorce you. She's about to take your kids from you. The kids that you have with her aren't yours. And she knows it. She knows there's another man. She's like, oh man, you know, I know there's possibly. Okay. She's talking about the Jezebel spirit and manipulation and conniving. She's talking about a lot of things that we talk about. And she's like, we have to boil it down. We have to boil it down to that. Women are pure evil. And this is the thing, the evil things that they're doing that people have warned us about for a long time. In the Bible, we talked about this about, you know, uh, maybe last show or the show before where they warned us about this. And unfortunately, this is a part of their nature. They cannot avoid it. They can't avoid it. They can't get around. Now, are some worse than the others? There's some messy women out here. There's some messy, messy women, and they do things that are completely messy. And then they say, well, I don't like drama. And they create the drama. They bring the drama to you. So this is an interesting take here. Let me let her finish the the conversation here. Let's see. There's a selfish, gimme, 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 I want that type of way about me. So about people, period, but especially women. So if you can't be honest and say that that's in there, then you can't deal with it and address it. And so I've noticed that the women who say they're the dopest, they're the this, they're the that are usually the worst because you have to acknowledge the beast in you in order to tame it. And so I really just think most women are natural evil, period. I just think they're evil. And not even just how they deal with men and kids, um, makes them evil, but how they deal with each other. Women are so jealous, deceptive, conniving. Like you can just feel the evil when you are in the presence of certain women. You can walk in a room and you just feel the daggers. You just feel that demonic spirit. Women are evil. I don't care what nobody say. Women are untrustworthy, deceitful, wow. demonic beings. Wow, I Jesus. Said, yeah what I said she said what she said so let's let's go over to what I had to look up I was looking up her feet pictures on TikTok you almost saw all the fit all the feet pictures that I had saved here all right lucky somebody said y'all should have let them keep searching save for later all right so here we go right here and this is why I'm not logged in on my TikTok in my Instagram I am on my Instagram but it's Nova it says not all women but a large amount for sure this is the original post so I wanted to go into the comment section and it says right here, it's the reason the serpent approached the woman. And it says right here, it's been coming to, I've been coming to the realization for years also. He says the first woman, Eve, sounds way too close to evil. All right, here's a woman. Says facts, I've been said that. I even did what you did where you looked at the deception part, greedy, and actually looked at it and be like, I don't want to be that. All right, so that's a woman that's saying, I don't want to be evil like that now again nature is nature it's the reason why the serpent went to eve first and not adam here's a person here it says yep after 20 years of marriage and six wonderful kids she ended it for herself i'm still single after seven years but i have learned this my mom just told me this and said i should be careful this is a man whose mom um filled him in to it 
uh, a, a couple of guys I detect no lies. And it says right here, my sister, you're speaking straight facts. I'm trying to find women's response to this one because I do see a lot of responses from men. Obviously, they're in support of this message. I'm in support of this message as well, meaning that, yes, they have this inherently in them that they cannot control. It's beyond their control. So when they get, this is why they say hell have no fury like a woman scorned. And thus, once she scorns, she turns into the bull into a china shop. And she turns into a, the bull in the china shop where you cannot do anything about it. And the system, the governments know. Now, I only see men in here commenting. I'm trying to find a woman. So this has obviously hit the male algorithm. You see, I'm trying to find a woman. Nope. 15 years, I'm learning. So I, my, my, my approach is to always know that this is in them. Will you experience this with every woman? No, I mean, you're not going to. This looks like a woman. It says, you are not lying, sister. I've seen a lot of crazy things with women. Now, here's, here's what I'm going to, here's the caveat. Here's the cherry on the top. For women who disagree with this, most of the time, women even know that they don't even want to hang out with other women. They can't trust other women, and they certainly can't trust other women around their man. Thus, they have an inherent instinct, instinct to be less than trust, trusting of other women. They have, a, they have that instinct. They are experienced with this since middle school, probably early elementary school has been this. Thus, they've kept distances about other women, and they've also been deceived by other women as well as men, but they know inherently that they cannot trust other women, which always made me ask the question. I always said the million-dollar question that no woman has ever answered accurately or enough to satisfy me. And that question is, ladies, if you don't even like yourself, if you don't like other women, why should men? That is the question. Why should men love women when women don't love women? I mean, you're talking about romantic type love. Why would you don't even like each other? You barely like yourself. Why then do you believe that men should like you? And I haven't had a satisfactory answer for that. And if any ladies are in here, yeah, the mean girl stuff. If any lady is in here that can give me a straight answer on that, I would love to hear it. I haven't had one good one yet. And the only reason why is peace leave. That's why. We want to get our whistle wet. That is the only reason why we deal with them. Now, you might deal with them also to procreate, and you might deal with them on the familial, like family, mother, grandmother, daughter, like a descendant. That's different. You're not trying to be with them like that. So your relationship can be different with them. But altogether, sometimes your relationships work out quite similarly to other women. Somebody said, because we're women. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm cautioning young men. The reason why I do this, because I know a lot of young men ain't here. They're not here yet. But I want you as a young man to ask that question. If a woman comes to you and says she doesn't like herself, she has low self-esteem, why should you like her? Um, hit the like button in here. We got 1,200 people watching, almost 1,300 on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Do me a favor, hit the like button, get it up to at least 800. But young men don't understand that. You don't even like yourself. But I'm supposed to love you and make you feel better about yourself? And you will often find, guys, when you try to do this, it's counterproductive. 
It's counterproductive. It becomes an everyday thing. It becomes like your chore to try to make her feel good about herself. Man, please. All right. Oh, all of them left that fast. It, we dropped down 100. I acknowledged almost 1,400 people in here. Instead of liking, they left the stream. This tells you what people... <laughs> they were like, like the stream? Oh, forget it. I'll just leave. Jesus. Oh, it's all right. They'll be back. They'll be back. He says it's the chemicals. Yeah, it's the chemicals. Uh, but yeah, ladies, if you ever ask that question, they they left. Oh, it was the women that one. They didn't want to ask the question. All the women. There were 100 women in here hate watching me. And I asked the question and they got out of Dodge. They was like this. They was like. <laughs> yeah, guys, don't do this, guys. Do not do this. I'm telling you, man, it's a it's empty. It's going to be an empty, uh, empty calories. You're, you're pouring a lot of effort into an empty result. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Watch this. If you have a woman that doesn't like herself, and sometimes they overproject that they like themselves. Now, I'm a queen. I'm a 10. They hate themselves. They can barely walk past the mirror and look at themselves with their bellies hanging over their belt line. But if, in fact, you pour into them and you say, I'm going to make you feel good about yourself. I'm going to make you feel beautiful. I'm going to... I'm going to tell you how beautiful you are on a daily basis. If you forget for like five days, it's a wrap. She's going to blame you for it. You didn't tell me you all was beautiful today. You didn't tell me I was wonderful. Do you still love me? You know, it's because if you don't love me and you don't want to tell me, tell me. Because I'll stop sucking off the dude in the back of the refrigerator closet. <laughs> the refrigerator closet. I'm freestyling. I'll stop sucking off the dude in the Xerox machine room. You didn't tell me for two days that I started sucking off another man. Because he told me I was beautiful. He held me. He touched me. He caressed me. I just want to be held. I just want to be held. <laughs> they be coming up with some shit. You be like, dude, dogs don't even act like this. Dogs don't even act like this. You know what I just want to happen? I just want you to swallow these kids. Can you do that? Jesus. Can you help me? Cuddles. <laughs> Ladies, since you're back, they came back into the show. Since you're back, answer the question. If you don't like yourself and you don't like other women, you don't trust other women, why should men? Why should men like you? Anyone? Nobody effort, no, but yeah, my love language is quality time and words of affirmation. Every time I do something, I'm going to announce it. And then you tell me I've done a good job. <laughs> Dude, Nova doesn't even bug me like this. And Nova is bothersome to me sometimes. I'll be like, Nova, chill, man. All right. I loaded the dishwasher and I wiped down all of the tables. Anything for me? Anything? Perhaps? Good job, honey. Oh, thank you. Now give me a hug and a kiss. <laughs> this is too much. Too much work, man. <laughs> It's too much work, man. Uh, anyway, what else do I have to add on that? 
Oh, I still, oh, speaking of, I guess I had two more stories to follow up on that one right here. I did have two more stories. Uh, let's go right here. Oh, this is what I was looking up before, <laughs> before we knew what we were watching here. Okay, so um, this is a woman that says, I don't, I'm going to tell you the story here. Let's go back and do the story here. All right, this flat back piece of calico here. All right, let me see whether, here's the story. Uh, where is the story here? Okay. All right, so here it is. This is the story. So remember the girl in New Mexico who was a teenage pregnancy. She had a teenage pregnancy, and she threw the baby away in the trash can. And the ba- I think the baby died. And then she came back to the room, and her mother was in the room, and she went to the, she, I don't know, she had the baby and threw it away. So let's go ahead and take it from there. Oh, this is the young girl right here. Damn, bro. Who knocked that up? Who knocked that up in high school? Somebody, she had to be a virgin. All right, so anyway. Hold on for a second. Why is this doing this? All right, here we go. Oh, I'm crying. All right, so remember this story? I covered this story. And the hospital. I am. Yes, ma'am. There she is right there after throwing her baby away. From where we live. All right. We're not going to listen to her very much, but apparently let me go down to the point right here. Let me see if they did it right here. This, this is her right here. Let's go to the story. So I'm um, not trying to be rude to you, but you are more than likely will, will be the father. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no. We get it. We get it. Well, we know who knocked her up. He looked like he definitely on a varsity football team. All right. He definitely on the football team. All right. Michelle. And he had no business. He was like, shit. Damn, he, she got pregnant. Oh, man. He definitely was the Chad on the football team. And the nerd girl gave it up. All right. He like, this bitch got not. Oh, my God. I don't want nobody to even know I hit it. All right. Here we go. We know. that. Oh, this girl. All right. So let's continue forward here. I got to get to the story. It's a long video. Let me see. Who is this? Is this the girl? Oh, they arrested her. So this the girl right here that threw the baby in the trash. So I guess they're this is the video of them arresting her. Please don't be rough with her, please. Just bring her out. You can be with her the entire time. Okay? You know where the public safety complex is? Thirty two hundred West Main. You can follow us over there. I will take you there. Man, get out of the way, moms. As soon as we re- I release the criminal complaint to her, we can then give it to you there, okay? When, when can I get, like, her bond? What? That's set up by the judge. It's Magistrate Judge Chuck Foster. He should be doing it. If it's after 3, he'll be doing it in the morning. All right, man, go get the girl, man. All right, there she is. Okay. Damn, boy, she young looking too, bro. This is crazy. Look at she just dumb and young. Oh my lord! Do you have to walk her all the way over there? Can we bring her car up here? That's crazy. I think she's fourteen. I think she's fourteen or fifteen. I'll, I'll go get it. Yeah, the mom was crocodile tearing. Alexia, are you okay with your mom getting your trouble complaint when we get to the detention center? It has your personal information on it. Do you want? Are you okay with your mother getting the criminal complaint? It has your personal identifying information. She don't know what you talk. She don't know what you talking about. And by the way, teenage pregnancy is high in New Mexico. One of the highest states in America for teenage pregnancy is New Mexico. And as you can see, look at the surroundings. There ain't shit else to do there. Yes. Okay. 
I have to serve you first, then your mom can get it, okay? Okay. Man, man tackle this girl, man, already. <laughs> oh my goodness. Tackle her already, man. Man, put it, man, put, 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 come on, man. Cuff her up, man. She doesn't look tall. She's standing on, um, oh, she does kind of look tall. I thought she was standing on something. Maybe not. I thought her, I thought she was slightly elevated. No medications, anything you need to take while you're in there. Man, she, she, bruh, what are we doing, man? This woman needs to be cuffed up and roughed up. Where we at? Okay. She has still been um, like bleeding, so I don't know if she needs. Do you money. have any? Uh, they do. I don't know if they, they have tampons. Have, they do have feminine products. Okay. Okay. But I'm pretty sure if you take your own, you can use your own. Can she? Yes. Do you want to grab some? Can she grab some of that real quick? Or? Yes. Man, if this was a black girl, they would have had her cuffed up and roughed up in the back. Kid glove. Get your little bag. All right. Okay. It is New Mexico, though. All right. All right. So let's skip. Let's skip ahead. What is this here? Okay, they got her. They got her bonding out. All right, they got her snitching on herself. All right, something happened. What is this? Okay, so check this out. There's some pictures of her. I guess she was a cheerleader. Let me see if I can find those pictures. Okay, this is them in the hospital. Nine months. Nothing was crying. I'm the charge nurse. Do you guys have any questions for me? Like how big is the baby? It's full term. What? Nine months. Nothing was crying. Nothing. She said nothing was crying. You mean the baby? Lexi, have you watched the news of the, the girls that what they do to their babies and what they go to jail? Nothing was crying. Nothing was crying. You mean the ba Look at the mom. So, guys, this is what happens when you have teenagers, man. You guys want to have kids? Teenagers, you know, I don't like to use the phrase teenagers very much. Adolescents, they're, they're maturing adults. They're young adults, but they dumb. Look at the mom. The mom, like, I worked all these hours. I worked all these hours at Walmart for this shit. You know, you done ruined my whole damn life. All these hours at my data entry job. <laughs> this is the mom. Y'all want to have kids in the legacy? This is what your legacy doing right now, bro. She like, man, I had your ass for 14 years. 14 years, and this is what you do to me. I started this gangster shit, and this the mother sucking thanks I get. All right, come on, bro. <laughs> Look at the mom, like yo. We know from the. All right, this piece of calico. I need to invite her on to the to the gentleman's layer. Let's begin on to the show right here, though. Where's the fit? They have pictures of her in high school. Before I tell you, uh, let me see here. Why they keep showing that picture? All right, hold on. Let me go back. They had pictures of the girl in high school. I guess she was a cheerleader. Oh, there it is right there. So th this is the girl right here. Let me see if I can scroll it up right there. Right here. Oh, wait. Man, I need to. Oh, there she is. Oh, there she is going to the bathroom with the baby coming out the punani. Oh, man. Have you watched this? So remember, our women eat <laughs> this shit. You can't make this up, bro. Look, that's her at the cheerleading right here. This is her in high school. And she didn't know, nobody knew she was pregnant. Everybody was in denial. And denial is crazy for teens and even for adults. You know, you get a, you get a little burning, your, your little millimeter Peter burning, you be like, maybe I ain't got nothing. But there she is dancing and cheering with a baby in, and everybody thought she was fat. Now, 
you're going to find out she has a lawsuit. She's, she's may sue the hospital. And there's a reason why she might sue the hospital. So it has to do with this. It has to do with this. Let's see here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they thought the. There she is right there. That's the Fupa print going crazy. They were like, maybe she just gaining weight. And she got a whole. I just asked you, baby, to tell me the truth. Now, watch this. This is her going to the bathroom right there. She can feel the baby coming out. (laughs) And she holding the head right there. Let's see. Have you watched the news of the? Man, that is crazy. The girls that what they do to their babies and what they yeah. look at this. Look, look at this. Let's see. Oh my god. Oh man, that's evil, man. That is unbelievable. I can't, man, I've never seen nothing like that in my life. How could you? How could you do that? Baby, to tell me the truth. Was not crying or Oh man! Have you watched the news of the, the girls that what they do to their babies and what they go to jail? Who's crying? Yeah, that's the look right there. All right, so one more piece uh, on the clip here. This is her right there. They're showing that again. I thought they had another picture of her in high school. Um, let me go. Let me go forward. So, oh, the conclusion to this is she believes that this 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 woman on this podcast believes that she's going to sue the hospital. After all of this, there might be a chance that somebody's suing for wrongful death. And let her explain it right here. We're going to let her explain it. An intent to file a wrongful death lawsuit. The filing of wrongful death claims is time sensitive and dependent on the state statute, but typically two years from the date of death. The biological parents were named in this suit as interested persons by the petitioner. And the petitioner is Arthur Bustos, a lawyer in Las Vegas, New Mexico, who has handled quite a few wrongful death cases, as well as many others. Now, interested person means any person who may reasonably be expected to be affected by the outcome of the particular proceeding involved. But what's interesting is that when Alexi was asked if she wanted to put the father's name on the birth certificate, she said no. Bro, oh man, even when you j- attempt or I don't know, I don't know if the baby, oh, well, the baby did die. Even if you delete the baby, still don't want to put the dad on the birth certificate, bro. They will go down to their dying breath. Not trying to make you a father. Bro, they out here, bro. This is evil. Satan's little helpers. They be doing the evilish ish. By the way, by the way, the largest deleter of people in the history of the world is not Joseph Stalin. It is not Mao Zedong. It is not Adolf. It is not the little mustache guy. It is, in fact, women. And it's a fact. It's a fact. And it's certainly a fact over the, since 1980, they have deleted more human beings than anybody ever on the planet. 
But that's neither here nor there, right? It is what it is. It is what it is. Deal with the facts. Here we go. Now, for now, we will have to wait for more details to come as all of this unfolds. The way it's listed right now, it doesn't say who it's filed against, but it lists the descendant as Alex Ray Fierro and Alexi and her boyfriend, Devin Fierro. Now, this is a very interesting move, and I was really shocked to see this and wasn't sure what to make of it. Alexi's lawyer in her criminal case has more than insinuated that the hospital was negligent because of the morphine that they had distributed. Wow. So there it is right there. They're saying the criminal defend the criminal attorney saying that it was the hospital's fault. It wasn't her fault. They gave her morphine. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Because of the pregnancy test and because they didn't try to save the baby. But I thought that he was meaning that as far as Alexi's defense for first-degree murder, saying she wasn't responsible for the murder. I didn't realize that they were going to try to go after the hospital for wrongful death. And I'm only assuming hospital because, like I said, it doesn't currently say, but I'm wondering who else it could be that they're saying is responsible. And then you have Rosa saying this when Alexi was arrested. You bet when this is over, I'm coming for the police department and the hospital. Wow. There it is. So crocodile tears. You hear moms? You hear moms? You hear moms? So Ninja Zazil still, there's a guy in here still caping for women. It's a goo in here still caping for women. Shout out to the hater. Did you get him? Did you delete it? He's still in here caping. Ninjas will still come to my show caping. I don't understand it. All right. Put your cape on. So did you hear the moms? Now, this was the woman minutes before who was crocodile tailing. She had them crocodile tears, didn't she? <laughs> and guess what? Now she's so irate, she's coming for the police in the hospital. That was fast. Look, that was fast as hell. You can't believe them, fam. And she thinks she's off camera too. That's why she's talking cat shit. She thinks she's all cat. Uh, she thinks she's uh she thinks she's off camera. That they're saying is responsible. And then you have Rosa saying this when Alexi was arrested. You bet when this is over, I'm coming for the police department and the hospital. What did the police department have anything to do for it? Oh, man, this is terrible, bro. This is terrible. So now she got big chest out right now. I tell you, man, they be pulling some evil stuff on y'all. And new dudes will still be caping for one. You still go be caping. All right, it is what it is. Spe oh, I got one for you, sir. I got one for you, sir. You still caping? Where's my caping guy? I got something for you, sir. What about this story right here? Collierville, you're womankind. You're womankind. It's not a person. It's a womankind. Charged with online sex crimes involving children and dog. Where's your cape, sir, now? Where are you at now? <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. I should have known. I should have known. Memphis, Tennessee. A Collierville woman is facing multiple charges after she allegedly downloaded some prawn and recorded her dog performing some acts on her. According to the report, on May 18th, the Memphis Police Department, they've been going through some problems, Received a complaint from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children involving a woman later identified as 33-year-old Stephanie Weir. 
All right, shout out to Stephanie Weir there. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. All right. And it says right here, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children told officials that Weir had Ron in an online cloud account. Wow, be careful what you download. A search warrant was issued and the following content was found. Wow, man, can I read this? Three video files showing children and acts with adults. Jesus, like, man, are people this crazy? Five images of nude nudes, uh, kitties posing. One video file of Weir having her pet dog perform an act on her. Probably using peanut butter. Tuesday, Weir was taken into custody where police said she gave a confession. She reportedly told officers she did the following. She used her phone to find uh, stuff that you shouldn't be finding of kids and social media group messages. I don't know how people get this stuff, but she stored these, these videos in her cloud account. It got you busted. Used her phone to take a nude pic of a toddler and sent it to another person for gratification. Recorded her dog, man. <laughs> yeah. Where's the dude with the cape again? Where you at? Where you at, fam? Is he still here? I don't hear him. Hey, man. It's an evil world. We live and of in. course, she'll get a slap on the wrist and people forget. Nobody will remember her name. Um, you know what I mean? If this was a dude, they remember his whole name. Jared from Subway. Mm. <laughs> right, Jared from Subway. I don't know how people even get these type of content, man. You'd have to go through an evil internet world to get content like that. And I barely go through, I, I barely go through five websites. Okay, the only thing I'll be looking it up is what people send me. By the way, Join Coach Greg Adams at Locals.com. And please do not put stuff over there anyway. Shout out to um, Brown310. He says, where is the human resource department when you need them? Rude Boy says, hey, Coach, the ladies video you showed yesterday on the main event is actually a senior college pro. A senior college pro. Which, wait a minute, hold for a second. Now I got to figure out what you're talking about here. On yesterday's main event. Let me see if I can pull it up. It is, uh, wait a minute. That was, uh, that was this morning. Which one? Look, I got to watch my own channel. You mean the old woman, the older woman? Or you mean the older woman talking about men don't get anything from relationships? Is that the one? She's a pro. Interesting. Give me an update on that. He looked her up. <laughs> That's what happened. I know what happens, man. I do something. I show something and y'all go do a deep dive on these women. Did you look her up? He said, I finished off on her. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, we got Jones G says, if they live long enough, they'll understand. And dude's got to definitely live. Dude's got to definitely live. What do we got? Derek Coleman is in the building. That's what we call you. He says, peace to the gods. They will, and they will uh, give you wisdom. Wait, they will wisdom God words today. All right, shout out to you. There was something, there's gotta be a mistake in that one. Shout out. Let me see here. <laughs> he finished off on it. You mean that woman, that older woman is, um, 
That older woman is a professional pro? What the hell, man? That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. But uh, nothing, nothing is um nothing, nothing surprises me this day, these days with these women. Yeah, people do a deep dive and they be like, let me find who this is. Oh my goodness. All right. Okay, we do have some brothers over here. People in the comment section. We got a Maryland guy says just lost electricity due to a brownout. Had to miss a portion of the show due to Wi-Fi. And he says, how are we going to support electric cars again? There was a funny video related to that, too, of a guy saying, a guy testifying in front of Congress, of course, saying that there's no possible way we can support um, a percentage. So many, we can only support so many Americans with electric cars. Our grid is not sufficient. Deadly Edley says evil is like the Joker's evil. He says doing bad stuff for fun. Look at the spiteful women in family court. Women using uh, women without strong male guidance gravitate towards evil. Yeah. The spitefulness. And spitefulness, dude, that people will let women destroy their whole family and be like, well, we just don't. Because I think if the opposite happened, just think about this. This is a thought I've had. This is a thought I had. If the family court, watch this. If the family court did justice, you know how many women will be out here just tearing shit up, right? If they went in and they were like, you need a 730 evaluation. You need a mental health evaluation. You, no kids for you. Uh, no custody for you. You're, you're a crackhead. You smoke weed. If they started doing that to women in family court, do you know how much violence women would be doing in the world? I mean, absolute violence. If they start putting women on child support. <laughs> so they know good and damn well, they would have blood in these streets leaking. Like they would delete their kids. They would come in and be like, okay, you don't have the custody no more. Give the custody to the father. Them kids would be gone. I mean, the kids would be like this. They take one sleep. Wake up, kid unalive. You know, damn, and you know I'm wrong. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. They will take out kids and families. Because La Yorona, La Yorona, La Yorona, they drown them in the bathtub. <laughs> for sure. Oh, he was giving bath baddicks for the day. Shout out to him. Uh, for some reason, I messed it up. He said, peace to the gods. He says, they will give you wisdom, God's words today. There's a word in there missing. But I would guarantee, I would guarantee if the family court started dishing out justice and doing things the right way, women, women will delete kids like crazy. They would delete them. They're already doing it. <laughs> like, like they already do it already. They already do it. And there's no, like, they'll be like, oh, you're pregnant, ma'am. And they'll be like, okay. Well, I got one choice. <laughs> Dude, somebody needs to set it. I, I guarantee you, they be out here committing violent acts. All right, so anyway, look. If you think about it, I, I'm on to something. If you think about it, I'm on to something. I'm going to have to figure this out. I'm going to have to do my research. And by the way, I'm dedicating my life to this stuff. This is not, you know, this is a journey for me. Because I'm going to reveal the truth. And by the way, people don't like the truth. They like, lied to, they like to be lied to. Look at Carly Russell. They love that lie. Soon as the truth came out, oh, well, let's not talk about it no more. Let's put it under the rug. People don't want the truth. They want lies. 
If you tell the truth, they don't, they're like, uh-uh, we got to stop this shit. You know, the one reason why they don't like me is because I tell the truth. That's why social media doesn't like me. It's not because it's hate speech. It's not because it's lies. I'm telling the truth. Now, if I wanted to lie to you and just be like, oh, forget about everything and just people would love me. Crypto Allah says, hey, coach, he says, buy some Casper for a 100 to 300 X return in less than two years. And I got to know what that is. Is that on, is it on, is it on, um, is it on Coinbase? But yeah, man, I'm telling you, man, I'm onto something. People don't want the truth. They just want to be lied to. If I was up here lying, <laughs> right, I would be going up the roof, up the roof. People would be, I would be getting great numbers. But the hard truth, yeah, the truth is hard to swallow. Maryland guy says that woman is right. He says they are evil. He says my ex cozied up to my grandfather and stole about 100 racks in inheritance from my family. And they be getting a slap on the wrist. And Simps will still be in here caping. They be still in here caping for him. Well, not all, not all. Now, when they talk about men, not one person says, well, not all men do this. And then a woman does something, you'd be surprised. I can't believe she lied. I did a whole stream on the history of women lying, and I didn't even get through the, I didn't even get through the year 2000. <laughs> oh, man, it's crazy. Miles Chumley says, Coach, you hitting the subject that most people don't want to talk about. Women are naturally deceptive and manipulative. They are. Men are gods, and the, listen, I got to be careful here. And he says, that's why they need men to regulate their behavior. Uh, yes, he says men are loyal to their words and sacrifice the most. That's why men are better lovers than the women. And any man that trusts a woman is 100% a fool. Send it. Well, here's, a, here's what we tell them. I often said this, and black men listen up, because this is used against you quite a bit. And you don't know how to respond. This is what you always say, because women will say, hey, we're the most unprotected. We're the most unprotected. And I say, not necessarily. One of the things about protection and why men are supposed to protect women is we're not really supposed to protect women from others. That's a part of it. The most important person that a man's supposed to protect a woman from is herself. And since men cannot protect women from themselves because I can't tell you what to wear and what the repercussions of those things are, how to survive, when to go, what to do, where to work, not to work. To, to, since I can't tell you those things, I can't protect you from yourself. So how in the world can I protect you from others? Thus, your loyalty is not to that man. Your loyalty is to your boss, your government, your daddy, your baby daddy, your sugar daddy, your girlfriends, the club, the streets, the carousel, everybody in your sexual past, all of your microchimerism or microchimerism, everybody, all of that shit. How am I supposed to protect you when you won't give me the, even the ability to protect you from yourself? Right? And that's where the problem lies. That's where the problem lies. They want men to protect them 
but I can't even stop you from your own goddamn self. <laughs> right? You won't even let me do that. Let me help you. Help me help you. Help me help you. But if they won't open up and let you help them, there ain't no sense of protecting them. Because most of the things they do is done by themselves. It's done to themselves. It's self-inflicted. And that's just humanity, by the way. Most of the things that they do or that are done to them is self-inflicted. And then they have to play the victim on the way out. We got our brother here, Anthony B. He says, Coach is the realest out here. I've learned a lot from him. Free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to everybody on the mob. MOB, money over you know what in the building. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. But if they can't, yeah, man, look. <laughs> yeah. Almost every decision that you've made, ladies, that has been worked out negatively against you, you made it to yourself. Right? You shot yourself in the foot. It wasn't that somebody else did something. Now, the cause and effect relationship is somebody else did something because. Last couple, JC says, bent my gordita into a pretzel earlier and nothing was crying. <laughs> Jabari says, sometimes we have to move and think like pookies or bad boys out here because people and women will take good men for granted. Yep. One of the reasons why, yeah, they'll take good men for granted. You're always supposed to be there to help them. And get no reward. What do I get? A pat on the head. Good job. All right, what do I get? Less sex. Okay, you, you don't get any of that. You get me You you get me now. I'm 45 years old. Take me. All right, let me see if I can get into this one here. Uh, women objectifying themselves. This is part of this show right here. It's kind of the main event. So let's give it a ring. Women objectifying themselves. Uh, I was born in a time where... If men so much as looked at a woman's bosom, he was a creep, right? We don't want to go down too much on this show because we're going to talk about the Drake situation. But men would stare at a woman's breast. He was objectifying her, okay? And women for a long time fought against this type of objectification. They wanted to be treated like equals and for you to ignore the fact that they were a woman. But something flipped. And now that they objectify themselves, they kind of do it in your face to tease you, to get attention. And most of it is because, it says right here, why women objectify themselves. Most of it is because they can parlay their own objectification for resources. When before, they had to use you to get to the resources. So let me show and explain here. This is Drake. The woman in the Drake video. Now, I'm going to have to probably find her fit, her picture. But let me see if they, the article has her picture. Okay, so the, okay, wow. So they, they, they are not showing the picture that we saw. But we, oh, okay, they have it on here. For some reason, this is a, they have it in a large format. But let's go ahead and show you right quick. Okay, so it says right here, woman, New York woman, who tossed her 36G bra at Drake, now in talks with Playboy. Now, I don't know if Playboy's legit these days, but it still has name recognition. Let's go down to the, the woman in question here as she was shown to us in the real world. Uh, this is the woman here. Let me zoom out. <laughs> this is the woman. And she was so excited. I showed the video already. She was super duper excited. 
And uh, take a look at this. Good look. I mean, listen, they whatever this angle was, she definitely is a manly looking thing there. And she definitely looks like she's from New York. All right, so now here's the thing. This is also her. We do have a video. This is also her here. And um, as you can see, she looks a lot different when she has a bra on. So with the bra on and, you know, um, men, especially you virgins, you guys don't know most of what you're seeing in terms of um, women's dresses and women's attire. It's not actually what's in the dress. When you figure this out, it kind of ruins sexuality for you. Because what you see on the outside is mostly filled with uh, a cup. There's a cup cupping most of this. Now, some women are definitely more ample. But let me just take a look at this. This is like a deception. This is a lot of deception. Most of this is like uh, stuffing and cup inside of the bra. It It doesn't look as round and perfect as this. This is actually a little bit perfect for us because in our world, we want to see a perfect bosom, like a little teardrop with a little bit of fullness. Now, when you take this bra off, you're going to find out that 30% of this bra was not filled up with anything. Much of it is pushed and contorted and distorted and lifted and smashed together the cleavage, right? Smash, smush it together. That normally going to sag, nipple pointed down, looking sad, areola looking cockeyed. And it's not going to look as full and ample as it did in the dress, as it did in that bikini, as it did in that bra. You're going to take that bra off and the shit going to be wagging and sagging, saggy waggies. And it's going to be like, well, I don't know what to do with this, but you'll still be excited. It's just not going to look at, it's not going to quite look like this. Right here, you're going to be like, wow, they're lifted up perky and perfect. Then you're going to see flapjacks. As soon as you take that bra off, it's going to be looking like flapjacks. But this is just what we... Now, if people are angry with this, the problem is you're angry, but I'm telling the truth. Again, I got to tell you the truth. You're angry that I'm telling the truth. It's you using the deception trying to fool people. I'm not the one using the deception. It's the one, it's you're using it, <laughs> right? It'll be stretch marks around the areola, sagging, everything just mushed, right? And so it's not going to look like you think. And Drake actually, right here, take a look at this. And of course, the more blessed you are right here, the less blessed you'll be in the face. All right, so this is also her. This is also her. Uh, Quite deceptive there. She definitely on the... Uh, and just we'll call this a pog, I suppose. This is a real pog. Yeah, I mean, she looks like everything's in. She's in good shape. She's definitely thick. She's not a thin woman. Looking pretty good there. But she doesn't look like like this picture right here. Whatever this was, wait, right here, whatever this was, goodness. That definitely wasn't the right interpretation. That wasn't the right representation of her. Maybe it is. Maybe it's, this is what she really looks like. Like her hair tied up, everything looks awful. Her traps are overdeveloped. She got that jaw. She like that chin like Mac the Knife. Man, this is a bad, bad angle compared to this one. This is a better angle. But she got her stomach pointed out. Anyway, so let me see if I have the video. But the funny thing is this. 
It says right here, the woman has now been in talks with Playboy. To do what? So now objectification has led to her getting a Playboy deal. How is this for feminism? <laughs> it says right here, um, I threw my bra at Drake. Now I'm a Playboy model ready to take him on a date. I've been deprogrammed all my life with Hugh as a toxic Playboy mansion. Uh, what is this right? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> all right, so wait a minute. I'm reading the wrong story. I'm trying to combine it right here. Now I'm a Playboy model and ready to take him on a date. So she's going to go probably meet Drake and get throttled. Drake's going to hit it. Does he going to hit anything? A romance may be brewing, brewing. A Rhode Island barista who threw her 36G bra at Drake during his Brooklyn concert as part of the, well, I'm not going to read all that, now wants to take him on a date at her coffee shop. Veronica, age 21, owns a cafe and is hoping that the hot line bling rapper 36 will drop by after her lingerie launching maneuver prompted him to pause his concert and it landed her a gig in playboy i would take drake on a date at my coffee shop of course she's promoting it right there i've named a coffee after him called drizzy drake cafe or cake drizzy drake cake i don't care about all that it says it's certainly possible that the rapper could drop by the Rhode Island establishment given his excited reaction to her big black bra. This is what we're boiling down women to, right? And like they wanted to be respected, but now this is what we're celebrating. The singer has been, by the way, isn't she not an underage 21 year old? Mm. Right? Now, the fact that they're giving her a pass is because she looks like she's 40. But if this was a 21-year-old flatback, a 21-year-old neotenous-looking girl, they definitely would be down Drake's neck on this one. The singer was seen sniffing the garment. Is this not sexual harassment, too? Come on, man. Like, what are we doing? I get it, man. Everybody, this is why people play both sides. Drake is heard saying, locate this woman immediately. This girl right here. Now, I've been telling you about average girls being able to ascend to heights and fame and infamy. The, the Home Depot girl. Now we're doing this. And now guess what's going to happen? All these other women. There she is. She took her bra off. Isn't that indecent exposure? I don't know how she got that bra off, but she would have had to let them titties out. And this is her throwing her bra. And this ninja right here probably paid for the tickets. All right. There is a video of her throwing the bra. Let me see if I can find the video. This is her in her restaurant. I don't want to give them any promotion. That's her right there. And Playboy, she took the deal. Playboy came calling. Okay, there's a video of her throwing her bra. So let me see if I can pop that up. See if I can pop that up. All right, when did, when did the objectification, self-objectification of women turn to this? I think Stephen A. Smith got. Stephen A. Smith has it right here. All right, shout out to Stephen A. Smith. Fair use. Take a look. Are y'all watching that? Are y'all watching that? All right, so Stephen A. Smith muted the part out. So she was cheering and she was all excited. That's my bra. Now listen, women have been doing this for quite a long time, throwing bra and panties on the stage. But... 
see here. This is where we're boiling down women again. And it's quite crazy. Oh, boy, man. Boy, oh, boy. She is deceiving a lot of people, man. This is her, supposedly her. So I went to Drake's concert. Man, this is not no woman. This is the same woman. <laughs> what do we do? Who wants to see this in Playboy? She is very deceptive. What in the world? With no intention of really throwing my bra. Ah. I, mean, I had mentioned it, but I was like. No, 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 no. Now I'm convinced now, bruh. This is some psyops. This is a psyops. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Playboy. Playboy. You know what? No, like this is the one I'm going to wear for the night. I'm going to keep it on. Um, and then, you know, I was having a little fun and he came past me and walked to the DJ booth where um, he was really singing like right in front of me. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, this is a Millie Mouth Muskrat. Guys, Drake, don't do it. She definitely gonna file a claim against you. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it because he passed right by me, and I just knew like he was gonna pick it up if I threw it right at his feet. There was no way he could have walked by it. So that's not. This is not sexual assault. I'm not trying to be that guy, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I ended up yeah taking the one off that I was wearing. That okay. So 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 let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. I'm gonna be that guy. If I went to the Taylor Swift concert, <laughs> if I went to the Taylor Swift concert and I'm about to throw my drawers with the snicker stains on them right at Taylor Swift's feet, guess what would happen? They would drag my ass out. <laughs> so we know this to be the case, but they're giving her clout for objectifying herself and throwing it. This is crazy, by the way. Night. Um, that is my true bra size. And I threw it at his feet. And I mean, like I lost my mind when, when he actually picked it up. And oh, man, boy, oh boy. We've lost it. We've lost it as a man right here. Just and, um, reacted the way he did. <laughs> it's definitely full circle. Um, and yeah, I mean, I definitely have some serious back. It's mainly like upper shoulder pain. Um, but yeah, back pain as well. And yeah, they are all natural and <laughs> they do run in my family, but yeah, I wouldn't, I would not, <laughs> I feel like I don't, I would not get this size fake one. He reacted to one of my stories. This is like, this is sad. This is, this type of thing is sad. I mean, everything about it, but the normies eating it up. The normies are eating it up. Like this is what we're doing, celebrating, right? Attention is a hell of a drug. We're we're really doing this like right. Celebrate people are celebrating her. You know he's gonna get dozens and dozens of bras on at him. Stories um about somebody describing the bra and what Drake was looking for and described the bra and everything. Um so yeah, he reacted, he laughed at it. Um and I liked it. And I honestly I don't know if I was too shocked to respond. Um but they man. Ninjas be out here working hard every day. She throws a bra at a celebrity, and it's a... We, we go into Playboy the next day. There's a lot of, like, things going in through my head, like, what should I say? How should I respond? Oh, man. They, they really giving her five minutes on TMZ. All right, man. Um, 
What was I looking for? Oh, the video of her actually throwing it. Oh, uh, let's see here. There was a video of her throwing it. Super excited. So now this is, I, I tell you, when I told you about what happened with uh, the women in Rome, the women in Rome, where allegedly they separated the sex workers and the, real, the women. And what they did was they made these women dye their hair blonde. The story goes that the prostitutes were told to, were made to dye their hair blonde to separate themselves so people can identify them from the women who were wives, single, you know, and so forth and so on. They were told to dye their hair blonde. But as a result of the attention that they were getting from men and probably the husbands that were go see the sex workers, women adapted by dyeing their hair blonde to receive the attention. That story has been told. This is a form of objectifying themselves for competition and resources and attention. Thus, it became difficult to distinguish the sex workers and the real women or the women that were available in the regular square lifestyle because they started to intermix. They started to intermix and you couldn't distinguish who was who because women were fighting for that attention. We've seen this with dress, style, fashion, okay? This, the fashion that we have today, we see that women have now in the, you know, I think um, David Chappelle was one of the first people to kind of mainstream, hey, you're wearing the horror uniform. We can't tell. There's been a viral video that I didn't play of a guy explaining this, a street guy. He was like, we can't tell the difference between the hoes and the housewives. And it makes sense. Because women have competed for attention, they will merge into the hoe and the housewife. So, actually, I told this story before. I told this story before. I was messing with this junior college girl. Shout out to the Pac-12 University. Soon to be Big Ten University, so I've cut it down to two. Well, she told me a story of her going to a strip club. And she was like, I was surprised. She was like, the strippers were wearing the same thing that I was wearing. Now... This woman was like under 25 when she told me this. And she was like, it was exciting. She was like, but I was quite surprised that they were wearing everything that I wear, like their, their fashion and the type of clothes. And I was like, uh, this is because you're actually wearing what they wear. It's not the other way around. Today's women wear what, what the strippers and the whores wear as everyday attire. So you showed up there wearing what they wear. It's not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> but but they so unaware and clueless that they don't realize they're dyeing their hair blonde like the sex workers to gain that attention. They're so goofy. They're so goofy. And they're th then they figure it out. Oh wow. We 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 look the same. Yes. That's what people have been trying to tell you. So that's a great story. But the subjectification thing is kind of weird. But most of it is because now they can parlay that into money. And if they're in the right place at the right time, they can, they can take uh, the objectification and turn it into direct resources on the internet, on social media, on alternative sites for a man with resources. So this is why they'll dye their hair blonde. That's kind of what we'll use as to distinguish and tell them what they're doing. Now, before men would objectify them and it was seen as, they didn't like it because they could not control it. But now that they can control it and get directly benefit from it, they're willing to do it, which is weird. But that's 
that's the strong and independence in them, right? That makes the women's empowerment. That's women's empowerment. Super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. We got Mr. Aver says, Coach, do a side-by-side of her in Adam Sandler's female character in the movie Jack and Jill. All right, well, I don't have skills enough to do that. All right, I would have to screenshot, pull up feet pictures. It would be a mess. But um, I can pull up the Jack and Jill. That's what I can do. Adam Sandler. Did he wear the dress? I never seen that movie. He put the dress on? He did put the dress on. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. All right. All right, he did put the dress on. So he's legit. He's legit. In the, in the, you know what? I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. All right. So, yeah, he looks, that's pretty close. That is pretty close. <laughs> I mean, there's not much difference. I mean, look how far we've fallen off of Playboy. This is Playboy. That's Playboy model worthy. Playboy been done. Playboy been done. That's not, they're not even in a player in the game anymore. Johnny Law with the... Co-sponsorship. Shout out to you. I'm rich, he says they will take out the kids. Ask Jermaine. Yeah. Oh, yes. Ask Jermaine. Jermaine. Yes. And it's all Jermaine It's always Jermaine Fox. Actually, thank, thanks for bringing that up. If you look at cases where the woman has going to have a contested custody, they will either take out the father or the, ch- the children. Right. There's a lot of cases related to that. So that is, in fact, the truth. Women do go on deletion sprees when their custody is about to get taken. They'll delete the hub. They'll, like, if they're going to a custody case and I got a custody hearing and there's a custody exchange, they'll have somebody delete the father. The, the, the mother-in-law, the, the guy's mother, the mother-in-law will do it. They'll hire a whole hitman team. I got mad proof of this one. As a matter of fact, I'm going to explore this tonight and come up with case after case of Mostly women, but there are men that do this, but we're talking about the evil that women do. Of women in custody situations where if the custody got tight, they went in and deleted the kid and or the father. Like, I think inherently, this we're on to something now. We're cracking a code right now. I think that's why the family court does not work against women because they know there will be blood in the streets. There will be blood in the streets. They be deleting kids crazy. Overnight, the judge will be like, no custody for you. Turn the kids over to the father tomorrow. Them kids will be gone. <laughs> kids will be picked in the meat wagon. They be in the meat wagon by the morning. Two in the morning. She'd be like, well, nope, I wasn't giving them over. So we cracked the code. Now we know why the family court doesn't rule against women. We know this, man. We we doing this. We doing this. Thank you, brother. Thank you for Johnny Law for we we're doing this, brother. And La Llorona is another positive, not another story. It's the story of if I can't have him, he can't have him either. If I can't have him, he can't have him either. The La Llorona story. The like, okay, all right, no, my kid ain't going to the dad's house. Nope. <laughs> It's crazy. But, dude, there's too many stories of this. We got a lot of stories. Wait till I, wait till I pull up all these stories. Wait till I pull these stories up. I'm going to have my receipts. 
I'm going to definitely have my receipts on this one. So nobody can be like, well, I'm going to have at least 12 stories. I know I'll have at least eight. Remember, I got, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to have time to do the research, but I'll have at least eight. And if you're on locals, if you're on locals, pull it up. There'll be violence in the street. <laughs> oh, man. All right, this truth, man, I don't think the world's ready for this truth. I do not think the world's ready for this truth. But that truth is going to be, it's going to be the undisputed truth. Wow. Shout out to, we're going to call you ASAP Media, your breakdown of the Watch Jazzy uh, clip the other day was fire. Keep it up, Coach. Pause. Thank you, brother. Uh, yeah, those sisters, man. And I don't think that was a real, very highly watched episode, but boy, did they prove me right. They proved me crazy right. Uh, let's see if I can get these last couple super chats. Somebody says, Chris Clown says, Coach, did you see the show Ju- Jubilee? I believe we have, um, oh, they're getting my stream now. Are they working on my stream on the Notorious channel? They trying to get my stream. Somebody must be reporting. New, 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 new world order. He says, Brisk Clown says, Coach, did you see the show Jubilee? I believe something have an OnlyFans model. Explain why they can't keep a man. Some of the answers are hilarious. Interesting. I know I got to check it out. If you have it on Locals, let me know. All right. Bob says, you said that Maria of Jerusalem, <laughs> Jerusalem lied. He says, I like to know what the lie is. By the way, the broad at the Drake concert looks like a transformer at some angle. Yeah, I agree too. Well, I don't want to, I'm not here to offend religion. And I think it's unfair that people take a lot of pot shots at Christianity. And they're afraid to diss other religions. It's the Christians that get the short end of the stick. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. And I always, as a non-religious person, I believe that uh, respecting other people's religion is of the utmost importance. With that being said, there's a lie in there. But it is what it is. (laughs) It is what it is. I believe there's a lie in there. And my point, the point that I made on that is that in our time, Even in our recent history, women have lied and changed the course of humanity. Huh? (laughs) Women have told lies in our recent history and changed the course and the trajectory of humanity. So, if we're talking about 2,000 years ago, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Especially there was no cameras, no way to back it up, and so forth. As an example, okay, as an example, just look at my video that I told you about. Just in recent history, the Rosa Parks mythology. How that's changed the course of humanity. The Carolyn Bryant incident. The lie of all lies in in the 1900s. That changed the course of history. That made people become prominent. It changed the entire direction of our world. One lie. One lie. And some of these lies didn't even come. It it, it didn't even, we didn't even know them to be true until 60 years later. 60 years later. 
Now, with that being said, you're going to tell me a story from 2,000 years ago? We're going to roll with that? All right. You do you. <laughs> listen. You do you. But listen, I'm not here to shit on people's stuff. But what I'm saying is, in the history of the world, lies are lies. Lies can be, uh, lies from a woman can change the entire course of history. It is what it is. Now, you can put that in your pipe of smoking. You can do whatever you need to do. But we've gone on and put, we've given people holidays and shit like that on a lie, an obvious one. Here we go right here. Like, it's the only part. Never mind. Let me stop. Let me stop. You know, I'm not here to offend people um, on their religion. I respect people's religion and whatnot. Now, I can say my own thoughts, but I'm not going to sit over here and do shit like that. Let's go in. JC says, can you do a side-by-side of her and Dennis Rodman? <laughs> it is what it is. Justify, but oh, by the way, the whole, yeah, the image Some people, like when I tell you the Rosa Parks story, people still go crazy over it. I've been telling it for a few years. People still can't handle it. They can't handle it. And then they'll say what? Watch this. They'll be like, um, well, what does that have to do with anything? Everything? <laughs> what do you mean, what does it have to do with anything? Don't you think that that's significant information? That the entire thing was made up? No. Well, only because it benefits you. But that's a complete, that's a complete blind spot in history, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, what would the world be if that didn't happen? Like, come on, man. So you can't just be like, and this is what happens with me. This is what happens with men and with people who don't want to hear the truth. Like, come on, man. I'm just telling you what the truth is. I'm not here to lie. And I'm not here to offend. I'm just telling you what the truth is. It's a blind spot. It's wrong. It's, it wasn't what it happened. It's not accurate. It's inaccurate. It's com- incomplete information. It's told. It's mi- it misleads people. But it is what it is. Change the course of history. One lie or one story. One mistruth. One organized campaign. Then you start saying what else. What else is not true? Now you really don't want to go down this. Because I still think, I think about this a lot. I'd be sitting there like, okay, what else is not true? Now you don't really want to answer that question because it could get, you know what I mean? And, and one thing I'm going to tell you is, she said, wasn't she arrested? She was not. <laughs> she was not arrested. All right. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I think she was ultimately arrested. However, the mugshot that you see is not the official mugshot that has been concocted, that has been recreated. Now, this knowledge of self, this, this, this pursuit of information for me is a weird one. Not a lot of people want to go down this path because it's kind of dark, okay? It's kind of dark because then you, be, you become misled. There's a great book called Lies My History teacher told me like the simple one of uh Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves that's normie talk that is untrue if that was true he would have uh they wouldn't have needed the amendment i believe the 13th amendment to actually free the slaves all right then we have the juneteenth thing which only applied to a small area in texas it didn't apply to everyone 
but now it's a major holiday. All right. But the Emancipation Proclamation did not free the slaves. It freed the slaves that were a part of the rebelling states, the Confederate states, which were leaving the Union. <laughs> right. So the states that existed in the Northeast were not freed or released by the Emancipation Proclamation. So when you go through this pursuit, right, and you start thinking and seeing things, what it does is makes you understand who you are, right? I know who I am now. It, it makes you pursue knowledge of yourself because that's what becomes important because then you start thinking of all the teachers who lied to you, Christopher Columbus. Like you start thinking of all of these lies that have been a part of our lives. And it's not to mess up your head and it's not to make me feel better than you. But then when you say, well, what about all the Columbus days that we got off of school, <laughs> right? And you were like, he never touched down on the part of our continent that exists today. You start thinking about things and going, what, 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 what else? You'd be like, what else is not true? <laughs> so that's the pursuit that I'm on. Thus, sometimes that leaks out into my show. It leaks out into my show. And then sometimes you guys are caught off guard and what? And some people get offended because some people's race or class or religion is represented in the story. And I could say, man, I could tear that shit apart real fast and I could show you the proof. But yeah, <laughs> the Jesse Jackson story with MLK. His story does not stand the test of time. It's not true. He said he sat there and held him as he uh, was going to pass away. Not true. Showed up in front of cameras with blood on his shirt and said, this was the blood that I held him with as he took his last breath. Certainly not true, but he used that to position himself into what the world became. It changed the course of history. Lies, lies change the course of history. So, you know what I mean? Like when we catch people in them, you got to actually be willing to call it out and then say, well, what, what would it have been? You know, I don't want to get too deep. I don't want to get too deep. But a lot of normies can't handle this, right? Can't handle it. <laughs> they can't handle it. But a lot of things we do is centered around lies. We, and, and not only that, not only that, we do this celebration of them. Let me just end it. Let me just say it like that. We do this celebration around these things multiple times a year. And I was like, wow, you know what I mean? It's crazy. But anyway, let me stop. I'm getting too deep for people. <laughs> this is going to come after me, bro. But it is what it is. You know, live on. I don't want to take, I don't want to take the air out of your life. But anyway. Your boy, Justify Masogany, says, PSA, join locals. He says, you can't miss out on this information. CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. Our problems, our solution, says, Coach, thank you. He says, son, young men don't have fathers. He says, never stop being strong and honest. And he says, I think you meant some young men. Some young men don't have fathers. He says, never stop being strong and honest. Iron sharpens iron. Not saying pause because it ain't homo. I'm grown. And shout out to you, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. No homo. Pause up. But yeah, some men don't have fathers. Some men don't have guys. And some men don't. Some men are scared. 
Some men are scared, you know what I mean? Like to really investigate things and they'll just take the story. And some of these stories, man, I just sit out sometimes. I'll be sitting out and I see people doing things celebratory or some scenario, some cultural event. And I'll just be on the side like, man, you know, and I'll be like, I'll be a normie with you for the day. <laughs> but uh, sometimes I'll be like, oh, you want you want one? You want me to mess with your head? What about what about uh, the first president of the United States? Who's the first president of the United States? Look it up. All right, shout out to Keith. He says the original early termination legislation was based on a lie against a black man. Do your research, fellas. <sighs> didn't know that. Wow, I didn't know that. And this is a co-sponsorship. Dang. What? I'm rich, he says history is his story. He says, essentially, history are lies told by the victor. History are lies agreed upon Napoleon Bonaparte. And so, yes, to the victor goes the spoils. All right. And so you get to tell your side. There's also another side of history as well, which is told by the loser, right? The loser side of it. And that's a different perspective, often not told worldwide or nationwide. You do have the after effects of a loss of a war. And many times it's burned. The history books are burned. You know what I mean? They don't tell that side of the story, right? Somebody said George Washington. If you say George Washington, you're wrong. <laughs> All right, you're wrong. All right, George Washington was not, in fact. They actually had several men that served as the president before him. Now, he was the first one after a certain point that fell under the constitutional law. And um, he represents the first constitutionally elected president, if I'm not mistaken. But there were other ones before him. And uh, the one person right here is called John Hansen. He's the first president of the United States in Congress assembled under the Articles of Confederation. So you guys got it. There were, there were eight men prior to that. There were eight men prior to that. So, um... And um, I'll just give you a look here, and you can Google this up yourself. None of them served as the, our current president served. Like our current president served under Constitution, right? But um, if, if, you, if you go down that way, um, then you will get confused. It will be quite confusing because you'll be like, wait a minute, in school they told me. <laughs> You're like, well, they told you. In a certain way, and it represented a certain thing. People said he was a black man. Interesting. I don't have that, but it is what it is. I, I do have a photo of him, but I don't know him to be. He might have been a mixed black man for sure. All right. He says we had, a, I believe he was the first black president. Well, that would change the history books for sure. But uh, yeah, man, think about that. There's a story and a narrative told, and certainly it would make sense. But I don't know that to be the right it's Chris Hansen's great-granddaddy. I think he might have been mixed. I mean, I don't even know. But, yeah, when you think about that, it kind of is like, wow, well, wait a minute. Well, what does this mean? Well, what was this person? How is this person? Why is he represented as the first? What, what's the significance of it? And then, then you will try to find some truths, man. It's very hard. It's hard to deal with. It's a hard thing to deal with. But there were, there were almost up to eight men that were serving as it. But also, it was a shorter time span. 
It wasn't like the four years. Like, I think George Washington was the first one that did the constitutional four-year serving, if I'm not mistaken. So when you think of all the presidents in order that did their four years and then turned it over after the electoral year, I think George Washington was the first of that guy kind. That's why he probably represented as the first president. So anyway, anyway, just talking, just some drunk history. But when you think about that, think about the significance of it because we celebrate President's Day. All those days you got off of school, <laughs> we did it for a guy who's, yeah, it's crazy, right? Uh, the Empire Podcast says, how much harder is it to raise a daughter today? Um, it's very difficult. It's very difficult because, you know, we can't, the disciplinary aspect of raising a daughter can be tough. So, you know, you can't, disciplining them and protecting them becomes difficult. Um, the influence of social media, TikTok, the public school, um, the reading rainbow community, mostly liberalism, if they get really attached to liberal ideology, which most young people will. Young, most young people will. Most young people kind of start off liberal-minded or a hippie or something like that. And the reason why is they want things to be fair, at least. So there's a sense of, hey, we need to correct this, and their ideas to correct it. It's like, hey, we need to help the homeless and the sick, and we need to give money to these people. And they don't really think until they start getting their first couple of paychecks. Then they see all the taxes taken out, and they'd be like, wait a minute, hold up. Why are we taking these? Why am I working all these hours? And you know what I mean? Then they, they get a sense of double dose of reality. But raising a daughter, if they are under the influence of those things, can be tough. If you have a broken home, it could actually complicate things even quite more. Um, if you have a vindictive co-parent, spiteful, that's going to complicate things. So it's difficult because you really can't give them the truth. You have to protect them. But they are also exposed to so much that you would have to debrief them on a daily basis. You would have to debrief them and make sure those things aren't counterintuitive to what you're teaching. Because their influence is not going to be you. So it definitely gets it definitely gets tough. But you would need two supportive parents. Or at least an authoritative parent. But you also have to pay attention to their emotional development. And um, if you don't, if you don't, that can be used against you. Because then, you, you guys, I want you to recognize this. If you look at most women, adult women today, what is the one thing that was of vital importance to their development, their self-esteem, and where they stand currently in life? What is the one thing that they will always roll back to? And it tells the story. <laughs> it tells the story. They'll always come back to this. And it always will be the reason why they say, I am the way I am. And it's their relationship with their father. That's what it is. My relationship to my father. My father did this. My father didn't do this. My father was there. He touched me. Or he was non-emotional. He didn't listen. My father wasn't there. He left me. He left me vulnerable. It's the dad. Now. The dad doesn't get credit rarely. So when you see a woman winning, she doesn't say it was because of my dad. That's rare. When they win, they'll be like, my mom, my mama, my mama did. But when they run out here and be whores and strippers, 
when they run out here and have five and 10 and 15 body count by 21, when they run out here and have five men beat up on their head, when they come out here and gain weight, low self-esteem, they're going to go back to my daddy. And because my daddy did this and because my daddy did that, because my daddy didn't do this and because my daddy didn't do that and because my daddy wasn't there and my daddy left. <laughs> and, and, and they're going to blame me because they broke, misguided, undecided, no direction, picked the wrong husband. Somebody said black men do the same. Yeah, black men do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, black men do the same thing. Yes, uh, the daddy, the daddy thing. I'm a failure and lost because my daddy wasn't there. So, yeah, shout out to uh, Nashwick says unhinged women are far more dangerous than men. Not only that, they hard to catch. <laughs> I always will do this, man. I always will say that. Like if a woman goes crazy, they hard to uh, they hard to get a hold of because they'll go nuts and they'll charge people. They have a knife and they all wild and flexible. Like, how do you take one down? You take one down, they manipulate the fall twist out of it. They get a super strength when they go cuckoo. You can't grab them. You're like, I'm a grabber. Put her in a full Nelson. She slither out of it. She, she separate a shoulder. She twist the knee. She cock up out of there. She bend her neck. Super flexible. She'll fall right out of the full Nelson. You're like, oh, I can't catch her. You can't. She go. <laughs> yeah, they unpredictable. Yeah, it's like a greased pig. You can't catch and hold on to one. You ever try to hold on to one? Especially when you can't grab a titty or something. You can't grab a hip or a buttocks. You can't grab between their legs. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you can really get somebody. You can hook them in and cinch it in. You need to get the taser, and you certainly can't go around shooting on them. So then, if they're unhinged and got weapons, and the family court then hopped them up and stole their kids from them, a wrap <laughs> yeah yep if you grab them and you start touching on them they be like you grope me first thing they what is the first thing a woman says when you go grabbing on them even if they're committed a crime you grab them first thing they say out their mouth stop touching me don't you touch me <laughs> never in the history of the world has a man said don't you touch me now, the reason they're going to do that is you're going to hesitate for like 0.8 seconds. You'd be like, let me grab this. Don't you touch me. Oh, sh and then she skilled out of there. You'd be like, oh, sh damn, I done missed her. <laughs> and the reason why they do that is some manipulation. They know they did wrong. They know they supposed to go to jail. They know they supposed to get grabbed. Don't you dare touch me. <laughs> and you're like, when you hear that, you don't want to be... You don't want to be heard with the woman screaming, don't you touch me. And they are doing, guys, they're doing it as a manipulative tactic. They're not doing it for any other reason than that. They know they're supposed to be stopped, but they're going to try to get you to do it without grabbing their ass. <laughs> you be like, don't you touch me. You be like, okay. And then they come with the knife. <laughs> right? And you should have grabbed her. You like, damn, you got the carotid artery leaking like this. It's leaking because you hesitated to grab her. You should have grabbed her. <laughs> you should have went with, man, yep, I had to grab a titty on the way down, but she didn't stab me in my carotid artery. Mm. All right, where are we at? 
Shout out to Aaron. Double A-A-A Ron says to my wire fans, he says, if it's a lie, we fight on that lie. Indeed. Indeed. We, guys, women have started wars on lies. We fought wars. People have lost lives on a lie a woman told. And, of course, men as well. <laughs> All right, I do have some Venmos, but they're having problems. I'm sure I'm getting canceled somewhere. Oh, man, it's crazy. But you guys got to watch out for them, man. They're, I think the mistake that we make is that we try to handle them with kid gloves. We give them the benefit of the doubt. We give them the benefit of the doubt. And I'm saying it's a mistake, right? And they use that against you. They be like, hashtag believe all women. No. I think for I think society would probably have been better off if we don't believe, if we didn't believe it. <laughs> if we didn't believe it. But every now and then, they will tell the truth. And uh, not believing that truth can have implications. Horrible implications. So anyway, it's tough. But I, ladies, if you want to know, I do have a correction for this as we get out of here. Okay? As we get out of here, I'm going to tell you, the way we correct it, that's one way to correct it, is fall under the authority of a man. Other than that, if you're outside of the authority of the man and you want me to believe you, I'm probably not going to believe you. But if a man's there and he co-signs for you and he said, I was right there, then I'd be like, okay, sir, all right, I'm going to go with what you said there. But uh, somebody wanted to know about the daughter thing. Yeah, man, the, raising daughters can be difficult today. Uh, anybody has a daughter? Anybody has daughters? It could be quite, it could be quite difficult because you're disarmed as a parent. Um, you know, kids know to call CPS, and if they, as a manipulative tactic, um, they know that um, you don't have a lot of things to work with. So, you know, this is what makes Gen Z parents more enablers. And they, um, they tend to try to please the kid and say, well, what would, what would make me a better parent? Like, this stuff is bizarre to me. It's bizarre. And they'll be like, what? You tell me how to parent you. What would you like me to do as a parent? I think that's weird. And I think any of these pseudo-psychologists that have introduced this you're basically introducing how to take power away from the parent. I think this is more um, Marxism than anything. This is just an opinion. You don't have to agree. I think it's more Marxism, cultural Marxism, that has been introduced to our society that has disarmed the parent. Right? I don't think this is legitimately how we should be raising kids. But, of course, <laughs> somebody said I had a daughter. What happened? You disowned her? It's difficult times. It's difficult times. But yeah, teachers, it gives too much power to the kid. Um, and this, we've already done it to teachers. Now we've done it to the student. I'm sorry, now we've done it to the parent. Now the parent can't parent effectively. So, you know, kids don't know, they don't know any damn thing. You're there to guide them, provide guidance for them. Trying to not step on their toes and hurt their feelings is a weird, that's weird. You don't have to go overboard, though. But parents are legitimately not trying to hurt their kids' feelings. <laughs> like, what? Mm. Are you crazy? They ain't gonna rem hey, if they remember it, it's probably a lesson learned. Right? But anybody, you know, some of these uh, courts, the courts will even use that against the father and all of that stuff. Yeah, but I don't believe in that. 
I don't believe in that. I believe that you are over the authority of the, the child. And that's how God, that's how God designed it. Not only that, you know, the authority over women as well. And if, 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 if men were actually the authority over women, some of these crazy cuckoo shit wouldn't be happening like Carly Russell and shit like that. But also men have actually stepped over the bounds as well. Men have actually took advantage of that situation. And thus, that's why we pay the sins of our forefathers. When men did have authority over women, they took advantage of them. That's why we are where we are right now. That's why we are where we are. We, yeah, our fathers are the men before us. When they had women in line, they took advantage of it. So you got you got to know that, and that's why we pay. That's why we paying the price today, gentlemen. But this is why they created men like C, CGA, because now I can call it out. We got last couple says um, our problem, our solution says I believe he was the first black president. I would actually want to look that up. Jorge Cruz says daughters in this society is a no-go. The authority, the father, wait, the authority the father should have would seem radical and abusive to normies. This world incentivizes them to rebel. Facts. Um, it's, it's too much. Even the, oh, even the slightest holding accountable of a child today can seem like abuse. It can be abuse to the child. Now, this is because the child is unaware of the reality of the world. So you got to remember that. In our previous generations, a parent could lay into a kid. A parent could tell a kid the truth. A parent could tell a kid when they slacking on a pimping. A parent could have authority over their child. So we, as an older, if you're a parent now, we grew up in a time where that was norm. However, today, these kids didn't grow up in that time. They have no frame of reference or anything. Thus, their reality is their reality. And these schools teach them to look out for certain things. Instead of teaching them how to read, write, and arithmetic, they're teaching them things about how, how to look out for bullying, how to look out for abuse of, a, of a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, a parent. So these schools, cultural Marxism, Marxism, these, these teachers actually undermine the parent whether advertently or inadvertently if there's a broken home the counselors the therapist undermines one of the parents the judges the grandparents they actually to protect the child and keep them they undermine them but what i think is going to happen and we're seeing this with the older gen z we're seeing this with the older gen z look at gen z now the oldest gen z is 25 look at where they are now yeah, they're telling them the pronouns and identifying and identifying as themselves and what to look at. This is all kind of subversion from within and it disarms the parent. So if the parent has a kid and that kid is 16, 17, 18, 19 and this person wants to be identified by Zer, you can't even parent because you don't want to accept their identity. That's disarming the parent. Because the kid says, hey, you can't parent me until you call me the right pronouns. This is all subversion, subversion. This is all caused to co create conflict within the family and divide and conquer, right? Because it should not, this should not even be a part of what we're dealing with. But again, this generation doesn't know any different. So they're somewhat entitled to older people. They're entitled. 
But this is their reality. We're just in their reality. And thus, it's disrupted by subversive tactics. And it makes us, it, it, it makes us fight them on shit that's irrelevant. It's irrelevant overall. And yeah, this is kind of where we're going. Yeah. And by the way, these phrases, if you look up kind of what divide and conquer is and confusion is, is that they create language and that language creates chaos. That's how you tear down a country. That's how you, that's how you, that's how you tear down a country. Like methodically tear them down. Like if you're going to argue over what's a woman and what's a, what's a black, do I call you black ninja or African-American? So instead of, you know, trying try, try to figure out how to like each other and, and coexist, we get caught up on arguing words. Which is odd because when you think about some of the words, the words end up coming back, which one was racist, but they come back and use it. Yeah, control the speech. When you control the speech, you create chaos. So if you say, if I called you a colored person, if I told Kamala Harris, you're a colored you're a colored person. I want you to watch this. Hey, you're a colored person. You will probably say that's racist. Well, watch this. You're a person of color. That's not racist. <laughs> that's actually how she would want to identify. Now, to that extent, that could call World War Three. That could cause a problem in America. That could get somebody canceled on Twitter. <laughs> and essentially the same thing. And But now we created chaos because of this ideology of words. And everything is boiling down to what's a woman? Well, it's this and that. And I don't know. And I don't know. Well, this is a woman. Well, no, no, that ain't it. Yep, Yuri Ber- Besm. I can't pronounce his name. But it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. Color person, person of color. Latino, Latinx. I'm not Latino. I'm Latinx. I'm not her. I'm they. Do you see, man? Do you see? So this generation actually is now, it it compounds issues across the board. It compounds issues with men, women, children. (laughs) And then you can't even get out of the blocks of socializing. DJ says, at least that football player didn't pay coach. (laughs) He didn't pay at all. And our problem, our solution says, when when we stabbed, wait, when we stabbed as a boy man, what to do when they lock us up? (laughs) He says, I love my women and my daughters and sons. When we get stabbed, they got you leaking. No, they take you to the hospital. They take you to the hospital. They'll pump you full of IV and do a transfusion on you. All right. Uh, Kevin G says, Gen Z daughter's dad are talking incalculable. Or wait, I'm sorry. He says, Gen Z dad, wait. Gen Z daughter dads are taking incalculable L's. They're taking incalculable L's. It's difficult. I'm going to tell you, it's very, very difficult. And uh, you got to have all hands on deck. With young kids today, not just daughters, but sons, any parent who eliminates a parent voluntarily, they're they're throwing their they're sabotaging their child. They're sabotaging them. 
And guys, if this happens to you, don't feel that uh, you guys got to remove the emotional connection from this. I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult. But in essence, they're telling you that these aren't your kids. But I'm going to prove a point and show you because people will tell you fight for your kids. I'm going to show you how much I spend in a matter of two months to fight for teenage kids. I'm going to show you. I'm not going to tell you where the money came from, but I'm going to show you. And I'm going to show you the results. See, here's the thing. These aren't your kids. They don't belong to you. They belong to the state. They have jurisdiction over them. Thus, you're fighting a battle many times that you can't win. Especially if you have somebody fighting against you. So, in that case, they make it a judgment. They try to sell you your kids back. And even then, they'll sell you a half of them, right? And then restrict the way you can parent them and control it. You can't say this, can't say that. But the states will say, hell no, no, you can't remove this kid. This kid is ours. I have jurisdiction. And they have jurisdiction over you as well. So this is the stuff that you guys got to understand. And you will experience this as a parent, whether you have a complete home or not. <laughs> All right. Chadwick says it's not necessarily the man who abused authority over women. It is the men who suggested freedom for the woman instead of accountability for the abusive man. He says free women always, uh, free women are always subversive. It is right now. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, if they're in public school, forget it, man. I mean, these people are so intertwined into the state. This is a very complicated subject matter. And I might take it over to another stream because, you know, people don't know, people don't understand. They don't understand. So when they say fight for your kids, it's going to be a financial fight, an emotional fight, a spiritual fight. You're fighting demons out here and there's demons everywhere. And sometimes you have to release, you have to release it. You used to be like, man, I, I don't have control over this. And what is it worth? What, what do I gain? Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough, tough conversation. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll jump into it and dive in, uh, dive into it. But it's deeper than people know because people don't know the truth. They don't know the truth about who these people are. Who, who are your kids to you? You don't know the truth. Who are they? You, 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 you brought them into the world. But you'll find out real fast that you only have parentage of them, right? If they are not too young, that you only have parentage of them, then it's, it will give you a real indication, man. We'll dive into that as we get on. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow because it is the weekend coming up, man. Get your bell money ready. Get your bell money ready. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about parentage tomorrow. What other thing? We was going to talk about something else tomorrow. Oh. We're just going to talk about women creating violence if they didn't get their way. We got our man Deshaun says, facts, coach. I called it before you said it. Anyway, John Hansen is also a, on the back of the $2 bill signing the uh, Declaration of Independence of the United States. John Hansen on the back of the $2 bill. I didn't know that. A couple more. Uh, Macaroni Tony, bulls don't go on social media. He says, bulls, don't go on social media about your struggle or to argue with hens. Keep it in the coach gang and never let them see you sweat. And he says, also, 
I knew I blew you up. My bad, but this is the last one for the day. Speaking of Playboy, when it was ran by rosters or roosters, the stock was over $60. Now it's ran by hands. The stock is under $2. The company is in the red. It's it's done. And an ancient man says John Hansen was the first president before and after the Articles of Confederation. He also was a black man. Wow. Shout out to you brothers, man. So thank you for that. But again, a lot of truth here. A lot of truth. And are you ready for the truth? You got to be ready to open your mind, but also not let too many untruths come in when you're in the pursuit of truth. All right. So that's part of the game too. But let's dive deep. Shout out to the coach gang and hit the like button on the way out. And we out messing around here today, brothers.